not take prayer for granted. If Jesus didn't take prayer for granted, who are we who are claiming to be followers of Jesus? Hello and welcome to episode 10, In the Heart of God. And today we are celebrating Palm Sunday and Easter Sunday with this broadcast. We're going to be talking about John 17 and how Jesus prepared us through his prayer for us. My name is Stephanie Wright and joined by Apostle Charles. Let's get started. Hello, Apostle Charles. And would you start us out with a little background on John 17? Where did it take place and who was present? Yes, Stephanie. This is Apostle Charles. Yes. If you look at the timeline, you'd see Jesus was in the upper room when he prayed his prayer that's recorded in John 17. There are several other scriptures before, or chapters rather, before John 17, chapters 13, 14, and 15, where Jesus is teaching his disciples before he prayed for them in John 17. Of course, everybody is aware that the upper room experience included Passover supper, which some call the Last Supper. Nevertheless, the preparations, Jesus was preparing himself to be uh, crucified at this time and season. But before his crucifixion or before his arrest and his crucifixion, he then prayed for his disciples. And when he prayed for his disciples, he also prayed for us. Let's talk a little bit more in depth about this preparation that Jesus was establishing before his crucifixion. Okay. When you say talk about this preparation, what what are you referring to? Well, in John 14, uh, Jesus was still in the upper room with his disciples. And he told them uh, that in John 14, 1, I believe it is. And he said, I go to prepare a place for you. He was arranging their hearts to be in sync with God's heart by, by comforting them to get ready for his departure. Of course, the disciples didn't know all the time what Jesus was talking about, but we do know what he was talking about. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And he had told them, don't let your heart be troubled. Uh, I go to prepare a place for you. So I believe one of those prepared places while in the upper room was established with his, with Jesus's prayer to the Father. Uh, and in that prayer, Jesus' first section of prayer referred to praying for himself because uh, he had to get ready. Sometimes we need to encourage ourselves in the Lord God, like David did. So he was preparing himself and asking the Father to glorify him and that so that the Son could glorify God. And so that's a Part one, if I say so, of his prayer. But the part two was a part of his prayer in John 17 was Jesus prayed for his disciples who were going to minister and preach the word of God after Jesus's departure. So um, then the third uh, item that we look at, if you look at closely, John 17 is where Jesus said then to he prayed for the believers who would believe the message of the gospel that would be preached uh, by his disciples. So the prepared place is not just just at his point of prayer, but a prepared place is after his ascension. He went to heaven and he had still more preparations established. I believe that we are all getting ready and preparing ourselves, those who are followers of Jesus and believers, to be ready 
in the preparation of his return. So there's a lot of preparation to be taken care of, but thank God Jesus prayed for us so that we would be prepared, even for our own persecution, even for our own hurt. He told his disciples, if you look at the earlier chapters there before 17, he tells them that there's going to be persecution and so forth and so on. So let's get prepared by studying God's word and then lean on his prayer for us. Maybe we should even pray like Jesus prayed. David had to establish himself. He told God when at Ziklag, and he said, in so many words, shall I pursue? Everybody was all upset. All of his soldiers and his and the children, their families have been taken by the enemy. And then it was like, okay, I have to stop. I have to stop and pray and ask the father, shall I pursue? And therefore, David at that time asking God in prayer was a preparation to pursue. So let's uh, pursue God with the whole heart and get into God's heart. Pursue him with prayer, a preparation prayer and pray like Jesus prayed. Amen. Thank you, Apostle Charles. Well, you know what? I, I just love John 17 because it does remind me that Jesus prayed for me. And that's in John 17 at verse 9. It says, I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine. And all mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. And then when we go over to verse 20 in the same chapter of 17, Jesus said, neither pray I for these alone, but for them also, which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I am in you that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you have sent me. That is so encouraging to know, uh, for me it is, and it should be encouraging for everyone to know that Jesus prayed for us. And that prayer is still going on. It is everlasting. We need to Remember this more often when we are in situations like Apostle Charles just talked about David and when David was at Ziklag and he he didn't know what to do, but he turned to God and asked God, what shall I do? We need to remember that Jesus prayed for us in every situation that we find ourselves in. Jesus has already prayed. There is an answer. But we need to turn to God more and ask God to give us that uh, reassurance in what we are to pursue in this life. And so that's just the, the best part of John 17 for me. And it should be an encouragement to everyone. I mean, who else? If nobody else prays for you, remember this, that Jesus already prayed for you. <clears throat> You're going to find yourself, sometimes you will find yourself in situations where you can't, you don't have time to pick up the telephone. You don't have time to send a text. You may not have your phone. You may not have your cell phone, but you can always get through 
to God. And always remember, okay, this is nothing new to God. This is nothing new for Jesus. And he has already prayed for me in this situation. Yes, Stephanie, can you imagine what it's like? The father was waiting for Jesus while in heaven, the father in heaven, waiting for son to return and uh, already prepared for his return. And then, of course, I'm going to reflect on us praying ourselves when we don't have a cell phone, a telephone or a text or a friend to turn to because it's too too quick that's happening. I often believe that when you're driving in your automobile, some people have had this experience driving in their automobile. Maybe they didn't pray. They didn't pray before they got in the car to drive. And suddenly there's a near accident about to happen. And all they could say was Jesus. And Jesus's name is a prayer. You're calling the, when you call on the Lord, uh, that is a prayer. It, uh, call to pray. And Jesus's name is a prayer because he is the one who has already prepared deliverance from things that that, uh, that take place in this world and in this life because you're a follower and a believer of Jesus. So yes, prayer is a place of preparation. Prayer is a preparation place that's already in the heart of God. God wants you to pray. God wants you to be prepared because you don't have a clue. I don't have a clue of what the next minute or the next moment has. Do not take prayer for granted. If Jesus didn't take prayer for granted, who are we who are claiming to be followers of Jesus? So I encourage you, or we should say that we encourage you to pray. Be prepared for whatever is before you, before you get there. And the Lord will already be there on your behalf to encourage you to proceed uh, with his good news gospel message. So I can't not imagine what the disciples thought and felt like when Jesus was praying for them. And I wonder sometimes if we always understand what Jesus prayed when he said the prayer for us. Stephanie reflected upon that, that Jesus prayed for us. That last part, we were the believers who were going to come and hear the gospel message of, let me say it like this, gospel message of preparation that's already in the heart of God. God's got a place for you. And uh, he will never leave you nor forsake you. Get ready for God's uh, pr- prayer in your life to be answered by the prayer of Jesus. Jesus prayed for you to the Father, and God's got to back it up because that's the way God is. Thank you, Apostle Charles. We hope you have been encouraged today by the words that we have spoken, but most of all by the prayer that Jesus prayed. So we're going to close in prayer. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your son, Jesus. We thank you that we are celebrating a time of his resurrection, a time when we have hope renewed, and it's renewed every day through you. We thank you, Jesus, that you prayed for us. You prayed for every situation that we will find ourselves in situations that we find ourselves going through even right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for encouraging your people today and tomorrow, every day, for you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. We praise you and we give you glory. Amen. Now stay with us as Apostle Charles closes us out 
with contact information. If you want to contact us or comment on this podcast, please visit our website, cgmissions.com forward slash podcast, where all episodes are available by category in series format. This is Apostle Charles. Until next time. Charles George Missions is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Donations may be made through our website, cgmissions.com.